This is a headgum podcast. I was seven. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. At the sky, just looking for a star, ooh, to pray on or wish on, something like that. I was having a sweet fix of a daydream of a boy whose reality I knew was a hopeless to be had. But then the dove of hope began its downward slope. And I believe for a moment that my chances were approaching to be grabbed. But as it came down near, so did a weary tear. I thought it was a bird, but it was just a paper bag. Wow. And to say to the listeners, peeling myself away from singing the chorus just then was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. You didn't seem like it, though, because you fucking nailed that. I nailed that. I nailed that. And the thing is that for those youngsters out there that don't know the music of the people is our queen mother, Fiona Apple. Queen mother. Our queen mother. And that is my guess, whose little voice you hear chiming in, that is my guess, favorite song from their high school time. Well, not favorite song, favorite favorite pocket of the universe, a real Fiona Applehead. My first, and I'm a huge Fiona Applehead, and I feel so honored that I get to sing Fiona Apple for your episode because no one has come up here with Fiona yet. And I think that like that's huge. So before I introduce our guest, I got to say where we are, what we're doing. And the year, my friends, today is the year 2000. Y2K. So much going on in the world, a lot of transformations. And I know that you guys are saying, we've been in this Y2K universe before. And guess what? We're back. Because I love talking about the turn of the century. Is that what that would be? Yeah, the turn of the century. Yes, it would be the turn of the century. So, what was going on in the year 2000? Well, quite a lot. For starters, Sophie Ellis Baxter and Posh Spice are featured as the biggest chart battle in Britpop. (laughs) That's right. You know, I'm looking at a BBC list of what's going on in the world. (laughs) They're saying it was a prime time for pop. Samantha Mumba, remember her? I don't remember Samantha. Well, Mm. it's okay. (laughs) She was there. Big Brother launched. Strong. Came on air for the first time in the year 2000, which I can't believe. Oh, I already talked about this on Sydney's episode, but we got to bring it up again. Snake. Snake was really gaming culture, phone culture, as was Sims. Yes, big time. Huge. Tiger Woods, world's greatest golfer. I mean, not that much has changed in the past 22 years, you know, obviously Brad and Jen started dating in 2000. We talked about them a lot on the show. Huge crouching tiger, hidden dragon, y'all. We're talking cinema. We're talking cinema. Billy Elliot. Huge. Coldplay. Debut album. (laughs) Huge. 
Wow. So much is going on in the world. And I guess like maybe the last, what I'm going to leave us on before I, the, my last little factoid about 2000, two words for you, honey, Craig, David. Okay. <laughs> and that's all I got to say. And wow. Oh, and I will say David Bowie did play Glastonbury for the last time. And this is why we love a British list on this show, because it's for little factoids like that that we didn't know. And now you're saying, where are we when Bowie is playing his last show at Glastonbury? Where are we? Who are who are we? Well, I'm here to tell you that we are in Belton, Texas in the year 2000. And we are. I can't believe he's on my show. We are Adam Selman, everyone. We are Adam Selman. Adam Selman. Deep in the heart of Texas. I, the listeners need to know that I willed you in my life to being my friend. <laughs> and, I, and it clicked. And it clicked. It worked. It, you know, anything, anything can happen. <laughs> you know, anything can happen if you put your mind to it, including friendship. And then the next thing you know, you're singing Fiona Apple for me. <laughs> And Just that, for me. And that's a dream come true. It, that The universe brought you to me. And, and it brought you to me. Yeah. And here we are talking about your divine experience of high school. <laughs> you better buckle up. I cannot wait. I mean, I have, I just, the years, we were in high school from 96 to 2000. Yeah. And, you know, I just got to know off the bat, who were we? What were we doing? What were our interests? I, I, we have so much to talk about, but let's so just start there. About. Let's just start there. I was a real outsider, but also an insider, I'd say. Like, I was all over the map. I couldn't do enough things. Do, would you describe yourself as a floater, like socially? I was a floater. Yeah, definitely. You were not in a clique. No, no, no. Like, I definitely had, like, my solid core mm-hmm. of, like, girls around me. Mm-hmm. But I was, like friends with you know the cheerleaders the art kids you know the theater kids the choir kids like I was all across the map so I was an outsider but I was also like protected I like that you had you had your hand in all of the pots exactly everyone knew Adam and you were liked you were liked I would say I was liked by many despised by few feared by all (laughs) (laughs) that's good yeah i did not make my high school life easy were you why did we why did you not make your high school life easy? i feel like i was like begging for attention well probably in all the wrong ways how so well i was in theater Mm -hmm. um so i was definitely like in theater and then i was also a cheerleader so I was like an art kid. I was a theater kid. And then on top of it, I was the, the first male cheerleader in my high school. The first? The very first. Oh and my God. I was also a competitive cheerleader at this place called Cheer Station, the best in the nation, obviously. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let's start. Let's start. I'm going to go down the road. Let's start yeah. with theater. Okay. So we were in, we were interested in acting. Yeah. Interested in acting, interested in costume. Like my mom had like taught me how to sew and that's where I learned how to sew. Um, am I the first fashion designer? You are show? the first fashion designer. Oh my God. I'm so lucky. You are so lucky. Um, and then so. I am so lucky. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. Me saying <laughs> you like, are lucky. Like you saying that though. <laughs> And then, so I was like into sewing, I was into acting, I wanted all the attention, we would do like one act plays, and I would go to like debate club, and go to like debate things around, and so I was definitely into like, kind of like bringing all those things together, and like, that's where my like core group of friends really were, and they were those the ones who brought me out of my shell, because I was raised in a super religious household. Christian? Um, yeah, Southern Baptist, and like super lovely, lovely family, but like, 
um, it was just like church five days a week. Wow. You know, like you was, had to attend church yeah, five days a week? Missions and pantry and, you know, um, devotional and choir and Wednesday night and Sunday morning, Sunday night. So it was a whole thing. I mean, that um, really church... Church is the community and is the life totally. when you're doing that. Yeah. So and to so, have community outside of that is huge. Yeah. So the my, like the theater friends were like the ones who brought me out of that to be like you you can dazzle here. <laughs> and what and did you perform in all the school plays? Yeah. Like and then there was like a few that I skipped, but it was mostly like one act plays and stuff, and it was more the competitive side. It was very competitive. Really? Yeah. And so like debate competitions, everything. You know, everything. I was just so into it. How big was your high school? Um, I think we graduated with um, 220 kids. Okay, so not huge. No, not huge, but not not tiny either. But we had like, because when I think Texas, I'm thinking Friday Night Lights. I'm thinking football team. I'm thinking the it town's gathering. That They mentioned Belton on Friday Night Lights, the best TV show of all time. Oh, Let's just put it out there. I mean, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a ring ding okay? <laughs> um, and then, so like that, and then, um, so and then fun fact I was an extra in Varsity Blues <gasps> yeah this is like an Adam Selman Rook real fun fact I was an extra I got paid we were doing night shoots I was a cheerleader in Friday or in Varsity Blues and with like Ali Larter? Yeah, I mean, but I was like an extra. So we would be like in football scenes and then mm-hmm. there would be all these cardboard cutouts of people right. to look like, to, you know, to <laughs> like, fill like the to stadium, fill this, which yeah. I was fascinated by. I think I made $60 a night. And um, and then they would be like, okay, cheer. And there would be like a small group of us going like, yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, and then it was like in like the gym scenes, I was a cheerleader in that because then there's boy cheerleaders. It was a whole thing. So that's an Adam Sullivan fun fact. So you, you, you saw... Um, what was that tweeter? Was yeah. what was that guy's name? Isn't that the nickname of the like the like tiny jacked one? I just remember seeing John Voight. Okay, and he was like like over like a little fence, and I was just like, oh my god, he oh was scary god. in that movie. Yeah, yeah, he was scary, and he he was he looked like that in person too. So they shot Varsity Blues at your high school? No, it was like like forty five minutes away. But I had heard rumblings, and I was like, I'm gonna get that job, and I'm gonna stay up all night, and I'm gonna make that fucking money. And you and did. I did. And, and I was how'd really you into spend it? it? I don't remember. Like, I mean, sixty dollars a night is nothing. Well, in high school, how? What year was that? Ninety six. Were you like a freshman in high school? I think that. No, no, no. That was like maybe ninety eight, ninety nine. Okay. I was a cheerleader at that point. So you were like a junior. Yeah, I was like a junior. I mean, you can be taking that coin and spending it in all kinds of yeah, ways. Yeah, I was always hustling a coin. That always. did you work in high school? Yeah, I worked in high school. My first job was like a trash boy. I was like a um, at like. <laughs> For like summer camp yeah. at like the local college, and I had to stand by the trash cans, and as they filled up with trash, I had to like bag them and then take them down. Wow! So you and were just waiting for trash, waiting cans for to trash, fill up. and then finally they were like, "Hey, can you take the grease fats out?" And I was like, "Really?" And what I had are to take the grease, it, you know, from like where you fry the oh, tater tots yeah. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had to take it down steps, and it splashed all over me, and I threw up, and I went up, and then I was crying, and I took my white apron off, and I was like, "I can't do it anymore," and you quit. <laughs> I, I understand that. Yeah. That seems like a very hard job. Yeah. So then, then I coach cheerleading and stuff like that. Okay. So we did theater. Theater is where you met your friends. Yeah. You're acting competitive. You're in debate. Yes. You're killing it at debate. It seems like it you're a so good fun. student. No, I was a terrible student. I okay. slept all through high school. Like, S- yeah. <laughs> like I'm telling you, I didn't sleep a night. I slept like fully 
on on my desk in class. Yeah, and I just barely skated by as far as like grades go. Right. But I was just more into like the extracurricular social social stuff. I was really good at that. That was that was my. If yeah. I could have gotten A's in socializing, I would have been. A, <laughs> so totally. I would have been a four point five GPA if exactly. that's even possible. Yeah. So. Then what got you into cheerleading? Because I have not had a single cheerleader on this show, nor have I had a male cheerleader on the show. Well, and I've had football like Benito Skinner, who was on the show. He was a good one. too. Good football player. Yeah. Good cheerleader. Matt Rogers, all state track track star. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Not this guy. <laughs> you were an all I was toe-touching and tumbling. Um, I was going to say, were you a tumbler? I was a tumbler and like a stunter. So we did. So my friend Nicole, who I was like this with, uh-huh. um, she, she was an all-star cheerleader, like the best, best, best. And so she, she was, was like, like Gabby Butler. Yeah, exactly. And she was like, hey, come, come. Like, oh, my God, I think you'd be so good at this. Like, come with me. So we went to competitive cheerleading and we'd have to drive to Austin like four times a week. So we were driving an hour and a half there, hour and a half back together. So oh it was like really God. fun. And we were like in the car, like gabbing, gabbing Listening gabbing, to Fiona Apple. Listening to Fiona Apple, obviously. And then I made her do a routine to Fiona Apple as well. Because really? <laughs> it made no sense. <laughs> there was like, you know, because it was all about mashup. Yeah. You know, so. But um, so I did cheer station. And then I was like, of course, I'm going to do high school cheerleading, yeah. too. So, Oh, so you started with cheer station. I started with cheer station. Because she got you into it. Yeah, she got me into it. So then it was like kind of like learning how to tumble and like, you Were know. you flexible? And do you was, have to be flexible to be a to be a, a cheerleader? Yeah, because it's all about like the jumps and the flips. Right. And the, you and know, the splits. So, and the splits. And, and the kicks. Yeah, the athleticism. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so were you already flexible? No, I, so I wouldn't call myself flexible, but I was definitely like... Oh, I'm gonna do this. This right. is this is so my alley. Like I feel like if I'd been a gymnast, like I would have excelled. You were determined. I was determined. It sounds like you were a very determined teen. There was. Yeah, yeah. I I, I gave it all my teens and now I don't have anything left. <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't a troublemaker teen. No, no, I was like pretty good. Like I kept to myself and like and did it like I was a good kid. And you were you drinking or smoking? Not really. Like I definitely like smoked, and my mom caught me, and like she made me smoke a pack. You know, she did that thing, and now did I you never smoke want... the whole pack. And I know I smoked like two cigarettes, then I never want cigarettes ever again. So it totally worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> and and then... then, but not and then drinking like wine coolers here and there, but like. It, no, I was too busy. You were too busy. It sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. So you weren't getting involved in like what I think is like the Texas high school tailgate. Like, can you explain to me a night, like a typical night, Friday, it's cheer, you're, we're cheering for the football team. What's the ritual? What are we doing? Like, so like for that, we would like cheer and it would be like the you know, the biggest thing on Friday night, like the biggest, biggest, big, you know, lights, lights, lights. Because the whole, the whole you know. town comes. Yeah, the whole town comes and it's this whole thing. It's it's actually really beautiful. And like the, the band and they were called the Marching 100 and, you know, it's a whole show. I mean, it really is like the gayest thing ever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it was like this huge show, which I just loved. And it would be like, you know, me tumbling, cheering. We were, they were really good at football because that's just the thing. And we were really good at cheerleading. So then, but then after Afterwards, it was more like really low key hanging out and kind of like celebrating. But I do remember um, because I wouldn't be invited to the and they want like the guy cheerleader at the tailgates. Right. So really? No, 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 no. Like the I was I was 
picked on brutally by those guys. Did and, like, were you out in stuff. high school? No, but I might as well have been. Like I was definitely <laughs> asking for it. Like in my mind at the time, I was like, I'm just different and like oh, I need my space. But like really, I was just like poking the bear. And were they terrible to you? Yeah, like I was like spit on and pushed and like cornered by guys and stuff. But like I also had such a great group of girlfriends right. that like they all protected me. Right. You know, so like to this day I'm like obsessed with women. That's why I'm a designer and like the whole thing because of the girls in high school that protected me. And also if they messed with you, you could make sure that those girls would like never talk to any of these boys ever again. Full on. Yeah. Like forget it. Like it would just be like, oh, you think you're gonna like da 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 and yeah. like so yeah. So I definitely had like an upper hand and I think that they knew that too. People, teenagers are brutal. Teenagers, but weren't we all like, I want to, you know, it's easier to like point the finger, but now as you do the work, as you know, you get older, it's like, fuck. You know, I really wish that I had like been a little bit more gracious myself. For sure. But I do think like, I think it's cool that your parents let you cheer. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of parents at that time, and especially like Southern Baptist parents would be like, I don't know if this is like the right thing. Yeah. So it's impressive that yeah. your parents were like, yeah, go and be a cheerleader. They're great. Like even like I tried to quit because I like had in the high school, not cheer station, but I tried to quit because people were being so awful to me. And my mom was like... <laughs> Oh, you're going to start something. You're going to quit it. I don't think so. You need to see this through. Da, da, da. So she really like, she was like, you made the decision. Stick with it. You have to. I have to. So they're they're fantastic. Are there, you know, we love to tell a story or two or three on this yeah, show. Just a couple. Are there like any, when you think about high school, like when you think about these like quintessential Adam Selman, this experience kind of made me or informed something about my personality, imprinted upon me, if you will. What comes to mind? I I, I did some journaling before mm-hmm. this, so I would remember because mm-hmm. I feel like I blocked so much of it out, right? Trauma? No, no, no. Just like I moved on. Like yeah, I moved yeah. to New York at eighteen, so I'm like, you're like, bye. I you're in the rear view. Like, Goodbye. Like, just don't remember. It's such a snippet. Of well, my life, some people, really. for me, like I am haunted by some of my high school memories, mm. and I think a huge reason why I started this show was because I like to hear other people's perspectives on. Some people come on and they're like, "This really informed so much of who I am," and other people yeah. are like, "You." Where they're like, I did it. I went through it. And then the second I was done, it was like, bye. Yeah. And then like my, my whole thing is like, choose a lane, you know, like choose a lane. And I chose a lane and I took that lane right out of Belton, Texas <laughs> and like yeah. ran to New York City. Yeah. And I had other, you know, I could have cheered like cheered in high or in uh, college. I Were you gone getting to, like, recruited art. to cheer in college? Yeah. Yeah. And like there, so I could have gone to, you know, places and cheered and, you TCU? know. TCU? Not TCU. It was like New Bronzefields. And, okay. Um, you know, No big deal, just the D1s. Yeah, and then like where I could have gone to like acting and like gone down that road, but I was just like determined to move to New York City and like make this happen. I feel that. Yeah. But I think like, so I was in ninth, I'm going to start early, right? Please. Ninth grade, Adam Selman fully involved in church. Like, like my yearbook photo is me wearing a um, jars of clay t-shirt and then like baby face Selman with um, a Caesar 
Oh, we love a Caesar. With sun in, in my hair. Orange. Orange. Like full orange (laughs) Caesar cut. Um, But I was friends with this girl that we went to church together. We did every single church thing together. And I was getting more into like how I look and blah, blah, blah. And um, so I took her shopping at the, it was called the Colonial Temple Mall. Is it is it like a Christian based mall? No, it's just called a colonial. <laughs> the, the town next to like the bigger town is called Temple, okay, so okay, you'd okay. have to drive there to the, go to the mall and. I wasn't sure if it was like a colonial stuff. temple, yeah. <laughs> but it's a colonial <laughs> temple mall. Like, fuck. So, um, so we go there, and there was all these known like a Gap wasn't even in there. So, um, so I took her to the store, and I bought her a, a. I think it was like thirteen ninety nine, you know, skirt yeah. and top set, and it had all these like black and white swirls, like psychedelic. And I was like, she was a curvy girl, looked really good though. Like in my mind, I'm like, oh my god, you're gonna be like the hottest bitch in school. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you're like. So then she wore it to school the next day, and people went in on Why? her, like because they were just evil. You know what I mean? They were just being mean. Because she came easy. in like looking different. And she came in looking different, and I had dressed her. You know, and then so then she thought that I had sabotaged her. And so she then she thought there was an agenda. Exactly. That you like, you dressed me up like this to make me look like a fool. And in my mind, I'm like, she looks <laughs> so, no, she never looked better. You know, but so. also that sounds like a great outfit. I know. It was like so fun. So, like, I think about that uh, that outfit a lot. It could be in my line today. Like, there's. I was going to say, it sounds like yeah. something that I feel like you should make. Yeah. <laughs> I probably already do. That's the scary part. You should make like a high school edition of <laughs> of like looks that you put your friends in and yeah. things that you wore. I'm dying to dress a cheerleading squad. I'm just you putting must. it out there. Like, you must. come on. I mean, if anybody here is on a cheer squad or knows a cheer squad, like reach out to me. That would that would be great. It'd be huge. It'd be so fun. And like, yeah, like you know, I'm like cheer athletics. Like, where are you? You know, like let's do this. Absolutely. Yeah. So after the debacle with her, did you guys stay friends? No. So like that was the end of our friendship. <gasps> you know. So like, and then, but I also feel like that kind of thing like allowed me to be like, no, I really was being genuine. Like, you looked amazing. I think right. about it a lot. Like, I really thought she looked amazing. So have you talked to her since? We have like exchanged some like Facebook messages okay, and okay, stuff okay. like that. And she's you know happy and doing her thing. When you make it now, you should send her a set (laughs) and be like remember this is for you Um, since ninth grade yeah since ninth grade (laughs) did you have you said you were like surrounded by female friends did you have like muses in high school for sure there was this girl named Kendall who I was just like obsessed with and she was like the most antisocial girl you've ever seen really not she didn't talk to anyone yeah she she came in you know so she just didn't have friends and she was quiet and reserved and really really gorgeous like perfect into the 90s era beauty you know love and um so she she came in and we ended up going to prom together okay you know we went to i was sort of like the rented date for prom and went to like all the proms (laughs) and then but i went with her we were supposed to be dates but then our other friend michelle didn't have a date so we all went together and i went to subway Subway so <laughs> and early and set out mats and candles and did that and we had you know we had dinner at Subway that and it was so fun so cute. yeah it was really really cute and Subway just was like yeah sure set yeah the people were like yeah go for set it set up a tablescape <laughs> at this Subway you're like it won't be long really like, you know just like a couple subs and yeah, we'll wrap it up yeah we're just gonna get a chicken teriyaki foot long <laughs> extra onion and yeah. just wrap it up to exactly. go exactly I was also a vegetarian in, in Texas, though, 
which is sort of like a oxymoron. Yeah, I know. So then, but like, so I got to, I missed out on like the brisket and like the fun the, all part. the barbecue, yeah, all the barbecue. So, so you were eating the vegetarian sandwich yeah. at the subway with yeah. the tablescape. You are now, so we're in ninth grade. What and how are we dressing in ninth grade? Because I need to know what the fashion was for my fashion king. Yeah, I mean, ninth grade was more like jars of clay, and it was like a weird. It was a it was a heavy phase. Let's just put it that way. Hard so we'll, we'll fast forward a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> and then I started getting more into like thrifting and yeah. um, like hot topic adjacent you know so it was like black polyester pants mm-hmm. and a polyester vintage shirt mm-hmm. with like a koi fish on it Gorgeous. or I'd find like a flared jean or I'd like alter the jean to have an extra flare panel even in it, wider you know and yeah. then like a but then like a skin tight top with like fake glasses and spiky hair like my hair was always a thing I love it was always up always a always thing. a hairdo yeah so when did we leave the Caesar um that was like more like 10th grade I was like moving on but just just enough to change it up yeah yeah and then and then like you know how you you girls would have to put their hands down like along their side to see if their shorts were too short the boy who got sent home because his shorts were too short was you this guy what year this guy this was like 98 and my brother and sister were also their twins and they they were two years ahead of me and they were in high school then which is like so mortifying for them that like their brother their got little, sent their home because their, their shorts were too short yeah like, like by like camping shorts <laughs> You know, and like, uh, oh, it's just a poke in the bear. So when you were um, journaling about your high school experience, mm-hmm. I want to continue to find out what came up for you. I wrote down, I was like thinking about my favorite movies and, you know, because like we weren't allowed to listen to secular music and stuff. So it would be like um, little little bits and pieces that I'd find from friends or. Were you, was your family, because a, another friend of mine who was on this podcast, Io grew up in a very religious home also like you know she only wore skirts until Mm. she was like a junior in high school and also couldn't listen there was a whole thing with like secular music and secular movies and this that did your southern baptist do they speak in tongues no 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 it's it's very normal and it's just very like you know it's just very like legs crossed arms crossed polite Nice, got it. You know, so it's just more like that. Like, and my parents were like strict, but also because I was the youngest, like they were like a little bit more lenient. By the time they they were like, and I was exhausting. Yeah, you know, like they were really good. Like they were really smart, really good students. My sister was like homecoming queen. Wow, because she was so smart and nice. Right, like it wasn't because she was that popular. It was because she was just. You are a shockingly nice person. Do you think that, like growing up in religion had anything to do with that yeah for sure i think like i was always like it's easier to be nice than it is to be nasty right like that's what my mom always used to say and i'd be like well watch me be nasty (laughs) you like want to bet yeah (laughs) but it is so true i'm like it's so much easier to put a smile on your face and be like yeah i think more people need to hear that Mm, i don't know maybe i I need to hear the opposite (laughs) no um what were the movies okay so the movies that came up were um drop dead gorgeous Uh, 
my favorite movie of all like, time. Of all time. I was still a huge Denise Richards fan. Like the fact that she played a teenager like well under her 40s is like goals on another level. Yes. Um, so Drop to Gorgeous came up and I love Kirsten Dunst and, you know. Her performance in that movie is impeccable. Yeah. So like heaven Brittany on Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy. And um, Ellen Barkin. Ellen Barkin. Oh Allison Janney. Yeah. Like, what a powerhouse. Kirstie Alley. Yeah. So, so many. So many. And so so that came up as like a heavy duty inspiration for me. I see that. Yeah. And then um and then the other one that came up was Wild Things. Oh, and another Denise. I know, another Denise, and I watched it at a friend's house. It was like a slumber party, watched it at a friend's house, me and a girlfriend, and I was just like jaw on the floor, yep. could not believe what I was watching. And I felt like that's when I was like starting to like go away from home you know be in austin more right like, oh i'm gay like you know is a real like, it out click 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 puzzle piece you know what's a question that i've been meaning to ask people on the pod and now that you're reminding me i'm going to do it moving forward we all had like sexual awakenings at different age, ages and i think for most of us it happened more in like the middle school time mm. i think that like that's kind of when at least for me like when I, the first time i ever felt truly horny yeah like very horny was when i watched well that's not true there are like three times where i felt really horny the upside down kiss in spider-man I mean, yeah. Was so horny for yeah. me. I was like, fuck me in the face. <laughs> like, I want that so bad. Get y'all tingly. Yeah. Watching Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes, obviously. I mean, forever. In Romeo and Juliet. Like, still gets me. See, I was looking at the clothes in that movie. Amazing clothes. Yeah. John Leguizamo's, <laughs> like, outfit, that, like, vest with the Virgin Mary Forget and the it. holster. Unbelievable. Yeah. That movie still makes me horny to this day. Watched it a few weeks ago. <laughs> Creaming in my damn pants. <laughs> okay. And then another one, I like had this weird thing where I loved, and I think we all had like nostalgia for a, another time, which is something that I want to ask you too. I loved like Almost Famous and like movies that would take me, or like Boogie Nights. Boogie like, Nights is one of my favorite. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, I loved watching like Casino when I was younger and like even like My Cousin Vinny, like any movie that took me out of the reality of my like early 2000s forever time. Yeah, still to this day. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I also feel like in high school they would do like, you know, disco days or yeah. like whatever and you'd like dress oh, a like theme. a theme and I was really into that like I always wanted to be in a different time a different place I'm like I'm not born of this era I wasn't meant to be here well I was just about to ask were yeah. you a high schooler that was like I am not supposed to be alive in this chunk of time a thousand percent when like was, was your time I, I still say the 70s like it was just 70s early 80s like and I don't, I didn't know that at the time, but the, just like m the more that I knew that it, I grew into myself and I knew myself and found myself, I was like, oh my God, I'm like that guy. Yeah. That's yeah. where you should have been. I should have been. And then the, even like my, I can't believe I'm going to tell you these stories, but, um, my sexual awakening, like my dick was under lock and key for like a long time. Like I was like, don't pay attention. Don't do the thing. Right. And then. But then I didn't know what to do because it was still like, you know, it was like AOL, like yeah. chat rooms and stuff. So then I kind of yeah. like 
chat room figure it out like chat rooms were horny but like but i was still too scared because right. i was like worried my parents were gonna find it because sure. it was like a family aol account so which we we had one too and ours was wemig yeah. it was the first <laughs> initials of my dad my mom my brother my sister and me yeah i think mine was like superstar snl or something and because it was like i was obsessed with molly shannon doing super i mean as that was that as, was the as time. one does yeah so but like I was worried that my parents were going to find out because I remember downloading pictures and they were like, how did these get on here? What were the pictures? Uh, you know, like naked guys, sure. you know, like like four naked guys. And I was, just, I was just like, I don't know. You know, it's like that kind of thing. So then the nat- then like the natural progression is like a truck stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then yeah. like, like I first I met this guy at the mall and he was selling selling those Ikea or those Nokia cover cases yes, yes. at the Colonial Temple Mall. And, the Colonial Temple. and it was like a booth, you know, with like wheels on yeah, it yeah, and yeah. you just sort of open it up. So I met this guy and he was like cruising me at the mall. And I Did was like, Did you meet him first in a chat room? No, no, no. You just, you figured it out. I figured it out. And I was like, oh, he's like, so then of course I'm like, I didn't even have a Nokia. And I went up and was like looking at the cases. Yeah. And then he shut the cart down in the middle of the day. And we got in his Dodge Neon and drove into a cornfield and like, Fooled around. Yeah, fooled around. We didn't have sex. We just like fooled around. Was that your first time hooking that was my up first with someone? Time. Yeah. It was like from the guy at the Colonial Temple Mall. Did you ever hook up? Or smooch, make out, whatever, with a girl? I, yeah, I smooched with a girl, but, like, I didn't even, like... It was, like, silly town. Yeah, it was so silly town. That was, like, like Bible camp. So okay. It, you know, <laughs> safe space. Yeah, it is a safe space. <laughs> Mouth closed, yeah. lips pursed, kiss like, at Bible camp. Yeah, exactly. Like, gold star over here. Were you scared? Yeah, to... I was, like, terrified. And it's also so dangerous. So then, like, the next stop is obviously truck stops. So I was, like, going to truck stops... And like parks and stuff that were like famously like cruising spots, cruising spots, which I can't, you know. And so it like I didn't have like sex, but I would like fool around or like look at a, you know what I mean. But push I just the can't, limits. yeah, push the limits. And so uh, that's why I actually am so glad that I moved to New York because like that's such a crazy situation for like a seventeen year old to be in. But I didn't know what else to do. Well, there was, I mean, you you're in. Yeah. You're in the middle, not the middle of nowhere, but yeah. you're in Texas. Yeah. So, like, thank God my asshole was, a, like, under lock and key right. then. And I was just, like, it, it also kind of like scared me off for a long time. Did Was it, and obviously we don't need to talk about, like, the trauma, <laughs> as I'm sure there no, was I'm, No, no, some, no. It's actually not. I, I mean, was going to say, there was it all. I just ran for the, you know, like, engaged, but ran for the hills at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Got it it's, out of my system. I mean, I'm just proud of you for taking initiative. Right. Because I think a lot of people, a lot of most men that are on this show are gay. And <laughs> <laughs> shock. Have we had one single straight man on the show? No. And let's keep it that way. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, They're hard to find. Yeah. It's, I think though, it's like the pain of not being able to explore that yeah. I think is something that lingers in a lot of people and I'm just 
impressed that you took initiative and did that. Yeah. Because that is scary. It is scary. And it is intense. Yeah. I mean, to get in someone's Dodge and drive into a cornfield. Yeah, I know, right? I would be like, you're cutting my skin off and wearing me as a mask later. I mean, literally, but I just did it. You like, trusted. I trusted. And and like, thank God he was like a nice guy and it wasn't, you know, traumatic or weird. Did you end up re-meeting up with any of these people after? Or was no, it just no, like no, 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 one no. and done? It was like one and done. Like also too nervous, like too nervous. Because I'm quite shy. Right. Actually, so like I'm bold but shy, if yeah. that makes sense. No, so it does. I could do that, but I was like, it also sort of created this like weird world of secrecy. I was gonna say, did you then tell any of your girls? No, Never. no, because I was also like that weird religious thing. Shame. And it was just like shame and like, you know, but thank God I got, you know, I got to do it. And because I don't it was even, okay. it was okay. And then now I don't even know, now it's all online. Right. So now, so I really got to like be a purist. You really did. <laughs> it's crazy to think like what people had to go through before the internet. I know. In a real way. I mean, yeah. we had internet, you had internet. I, I need to get someone on the show that's like graduating class of like 68 or some shit yeah. and like talk to them about what the vibe was. I was thinking, I was like, should I get my dad on the show? But my dad is like, he would be too like, and then we brought the buggy up to the <laughs> courtyard. You know? One way and back. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'd be like, okay. Uphill both ways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're cheering. We are determined to leave Texas. Yeah, we're going to. No, I, I do. I need to know what what yeah. else you journal. Well, I don't know. So, so cheering was a big thing. Like my coaches at Cheer Station were their names. There were a couple, and their names were Brad and Lad. Brad and Lad. Yeah, and they were a couple, and they were like the sweetest guys. But I mean, it's like you can't make it up. No, you know, Brad what, and Lad. What was Lad short for? It was Lad, L-E-D-D. That was it. That was it. And they were just like gems. So I was around gay people, you know, and then I was around other gay boys because like it, it, like cheer station was like from all, all right, different schools. Right, because it was like a, it was a competitive cheer thing. Yeah. So it, at least it was like in the mix. So right. it could be like, so that was sort of like an introduction. We went to um, the Junior Olympics. So it was a Junior Olympian what? gold medalist the you first year are? that they had cheerleading there. Yeah. Where that's huge. I know it's huge. So, Should we like, go and get the Olympic rings tattooed on you after this? Yes. <laughs> you really should. Right. You were you were a junior Olympic gold medalist yeah. in cheer? Yeah. Yeah. And we were NCA like national champion. So I mean it really was like a wild fun time. I whenever I moved to New York when I was 18, I I tried out for the New York City cheerleading Squad. squad, yeah. I don't know if you knew that there was one. I had no idea. But there, I don't know if it's still one, but I did. So I was like around them, and I was like, "Oh no, this is the, my life is different um, now. different now." And then I also there was a Pratt. I came for Pratt, and there was a Pratt cheerleading squad as well. Did you not get on? You had and, to have gotten on. Pratt's. Yeah, but then I was just sort of like, "Oh, like I just Pratt cheer was probably a bunch of like people that just made sweatshirts that said like Pratt cheer and like, like hung out. Yeah. And like also like it was just so weird to be like art school, but sports team. But you know what I mean? Like it was just too many mixes. I don't think I went to Parsons and I don't mm. think we had any of that. Yeah. Pratt's like a weird. It, I think it's like a, you know, a special one like that. They have they have um frats too. That is so bizarre. Yeah. I just 
I love thinking about you getting coached by Lad <laughs> and Brad. Yes. Brad would do the choreography and then Lad would do the music and like kind of like the administrative stuff. The music. Now, cheer music. And I, we're really like I'm veering us off the course from high school and we need yeah. to get back into what was going on in high school in one moment. But I do just have to say cheer music, the yeah. mixes. Yeah. Uh, that has not changed. No. So it's like, yeah, like all sorts of sound effects. And you get like literally four, it's like a new music video, really. It's like four seconds. Like you yeah. never get to see anything for longer than four seconds or hear anything. And it's just like sound effects over sound effects. Who did that? <laughs> like who was the person that was like, this is cheer music? I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of like a precursor to like girl talk. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's the original sort of like mashup <laughs> music is cheer music. And also like all 90s music, you know, it's like essentially jock jams. Like that's where it comes from. So like. Were you a jock jams head? Huge still. I still listen to it in the studio. Everybody get Man. up. It's time to slam now. We got it. Oh, that's Space, Space jam. jam. But like it's but still part jam, of it. Yeah, yeah. Jock jam had. Pump, pump the, the jam. jam. Pump, pump it up. up while your feet are something. Look and, ahead. The two yeah. guys jumping. Yeah. And yeah. they also had um, Tootsie Roll, I feel yeah. like, was on Jock Jam. Can you do the Tootsie Roll? Yeah. Yeah. They also had, didn't they have Engine Engine Number Nine? <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, if that train goes off the track, pick it up, pick it up, pick it can up. They, right? Can they, whenever you call me, can that, <laughs> that be the could, sound? Yes. <laughs> yes. Just you singing it? Yes. Jock yeah. Jam, yeah. huge. I remember my yeah. sister was like, it might have been like 1997. And my sister said to me, she's like, I'm having a party in the basement. You can't come downstairs. <laughs> and I was like determined like against, yeah, against yeah. the door. And she had like tie-dye balloons that I remember she and her friend Sarah like blew up. And they were also wearing like burgundy lipstick. Wow. And they pulled out their two front pieces and like of their hair. And like it's how the kids are dressing now. Right. And the Jock Jams CD was just blaring from the basement the whole entire time. And it's just like seared into my memory of me salvating yeah. to get into this like basement party that I think was actually just like 10 of them making out to Jock Jams in the basement. <laughs> they just needed a mega mix. They just, they just didn't want to think mix. about the next song yeah. or like having to like turn over the CD. It's no. like, just keep it going. So now I need to ask, did you go to any like iconic high school parties? So, Even though I know that you were doing white wine spritzers and I know that they didn't want you, but did you ever stumble upon like yeah. on any of these events, like a bonfire that I'm thinking? These are all what the movies have told me happened in Texas. Yes. So so I will say that like after one prom that I went to like a, with a girlfriend um, to prom with, and it wasn't my high school. It was like the high school. It was like- The rival high school? No, no, no. It was like academy. So it was like a smaller high school. A private one. No, like 45 minutes away. Okay. Because everything's spaced out in Texas. Right. So like, it's literally like 35 minutes, 45 When you someone's know. your neighbor, they're like 25 minute drive. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I grew up on a ranch. Really? Yeah. But I mean like, a, not a working ranch, but like a 40 acre. Wow. Thing. Yeah. But I, so I went to prom with Dorothy, was her name. And then Dorothy got invited to the after, you know, the after party, mm -hmm. which was an abandoned house in the middle of a field. So, like, everybody just sort of drove their trucks up to this field. And they were all, dr I mean, I'm drinking wine coolers right. and everybody else is getting smashed. And, like, that was pretty epic. I have fond memories of that. And then I was with this guy who was also an academy. Um, and he ended up being gay, but we weren't out to each other at the time. And I 
we were at an apartment complex, wasted, and I peed in a bush. But then it turns out the bush was like right in front of this woman's window. And oh, so then no. she looked out and saw me peeing in her bush. And then so that she called the cops <laughs> and we're hanging out in the parking lot or whatever. And then he took the fall for it. Wow. Yeah, hero. Because I was too like wasted and weird. And he took the fall for peeing fall. in her bush. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologies go out. I don't out. remember your name, but I'm very sorry. <laughs> Um, what were we wearing to all of these proms? Um, I had found a vintage velvet burgundy suit. Love. Which I was really into, so I wore that a lot. And then um, and then the earlier ones were of me, like, because I went to every prom starting in ninth grade. You got invited to I got invited to one. them, yeah. And then so it was like a David's, you know, like whatever right. it was. Um, I think it, I would go to Cochran, Blair, and Potts, which is the oldest department store in Texas. And it was in Belton. It's in Belton. And you could rent a tux there. And then you would just like get a colorful one. No, or no, a it was like a one. traditional, you know, like where my head looks like the size of a Q-tip. <laughs> the opposite, <laughs> the opposite of a Brad doll. <laughs> Shrink your head down. Shrink my head and give you How a can huge you make yourself body. look worse? You know? <laughs> yeah, I feel like all of the boys, rental tuxes, just, I'm sorry, they don't mm-hmm. do it. If you want to start a company that does a good rental tuxedo, that is something. They have to exist now. Yeah. But growing up, all, every boy looked bad. All of them smelled bad. Mm. They just like, it looked like someone Febrezed it. Yeah. yeah. Not good. It is not good. Were you a cologne person? I was a cologne person. I was Nautica Sport. Okay, that's hot. Nautica Sport. And then I have an affinity for Fahrenheit. Like Fahrenheit mm-hmm. Just because of the bottle, I yeah, think. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Were you like a Old Spice wearer? Um, I feel like I did like an Old Spice deodorant. Yeah. But then I feel like I moved to degree. Love degree. Yeah. <laughs> Abe wears degree still. Yeah, really amazing. Yeah, he's a degree guy. I knew I liked him. You know, yeah. it's it's interesting the choices we make as teens. Yeah. Did you fall in love at all in high school? No, I kind of had like this boyfriend. Am I going to say like the fur, like the full word? Uh, a boy fur? Just a boy fur. A boy and, fur. And we met. He lived in Austin and his name was Ben. And um, he gave me as like a Valentine's Day gift. We had been dating, you know, for like three weeks or something. And then he like gave me Ray-Bans mm-hmm. and he wrote me a note, but it was in a spiral and I still have it. And so and then I was I was in New York City a few years ago with my friend and we took mushrooms and so we're walking up to go to like a club and who do I run into? Ben. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. 
At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Like, I haven't seen him in, like, 20 years or whatever. I was like, oh, my God. So then... He was like, where are you guys going? We're going to a club. And so he came with. And then so, of course, and then, of course, like, I'm grandpa. So I went, you know, like, left at, like, midnight or whatever. And, like, and then he was so mad at me the next day for just leaving, leaving. the club. And I'm like, that's what you do. Yeah. You, you just go. You just go. You don't say anything. No. You vanish. <laughs> you don't you evaporate. Party. Yeah. So, yeah. So the boy fur was Ben. But you didn't, you never hooked up. We hooked up, but we didn't have sex. But and when you reconvened, when you were on mushrooms oh, no, in no, New York, there was nothing. Because no, 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 no. you like know, sometimes you see these old flames, and you think maybe we should. It's if anyone out there is considering hooking up with an old flame from high school, don't do <laughs> don't, it. Don't do it's, it. The memory, yeah, is better than whatever will happen. Thousand percent. And I yeah. think that like we all know that rationally, but yeah. sometimes we listen to little tickles. And they're wrong. Yeah. Oh my God. Is that a door knocking sound I hear? Oh, who could oh it be? Oh my God. It's the high school guidance counselor. Oh, no. Yes. It's, no. And the high school guidance counselor is me. <laughs> if you didn't okay, know, I am a um, licensed uh, social I'm not a licensed I was going to say, worker. I need to see that certificate. <laughs> <laughs> but in this segment of school guidance counselor, we like to take any bit or bob that happened in high school that might be a pang in our side or a or a or a mushy spot in our memory or something that we're mad about and need to release or upset about or an apology whatever it is trauma you need to release an apology you need to issue anything that's going to help you adam move more freely uh, in the world you live in now. Uh, Guidance Counselor is here to help you push through that. And it sounds like we have a lot of um, <laughs> nasty bullies that were cornering you and spitting on you. Yeah. But we don't need to talk about them. We no, can talk no, about anything you want no. to talk about. Okay. So I do have an apology. We love an apology on the show. So I was listening to the radio, okay. as you did then. And... They were handing out tickets to a Lisa Loeb concert. Important. Very important. And as a huge Lisa Loeb fan. Someone who we don't talk about often enough today. No. Iconic classes. Mm -hmm. Iconic style. Mm -hmm. So Lisa Loeb was doing a concert in Austin. And on the radio, they were giving away tickets. And I was listening. I was you know, trying to call in. And of course, I didn't get in. But then my a girl that I knew like was friendly with. And so then I was like, oh, my God. And she, she got the ticket. So I was like, call her up. She, and then she's like, well, do you want to go with me? And so I, we went together. And Lisa Loeb is performing, right? And we have backstage passes. Wow. You know, wristbands. Like, that's what it came with. So we're doing this. And then I was like, let's go get, like, a pretzel. Let's go get like, whatever, like, after her set. But we were supposed to stay in this area. And so then, of course... We left to go get a pretzel or a drink or whatever, and the the rest of the people with the wristbands, whenever we got back, had been swept and taken backstage to meet Lisa Loeb. And because of me, we missed the chance to meet Lisa. So I'm really, really sorry. It's been weighing on me. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) First of all. The look on your face right now. (laughs) First of all. I, whenever I would hear people winning things on the radio, I would always be like, 
this isn't real. I'm like, these people aren't real. No, these people don't actually win these, like, you know, like, warped tour, like, all access passes from Z100 or whatever it was. Like, in my mind, I was like, no, this is fake. No one's actually winning this. It's like how I feel about the lottery. I don't, the lot, no one wins the lottery. The fact that you know someone that won the tickets and that they were real and that you actually had backstage passes number one is crazy yeah and then conned my way into getting that extra ticket with her but but this kind of goes to what we were talking about at the top of the episode everyone did kind of like you had your hand in multiple pots you were a floater and everyone did kind of like you and i'm sure she was like it'll be fun to go with adam yeah and also because there is nothing better than being friends with a non-sexually predatory <laughs> and threatening man in high school. No better feeling in the world than being like, I can go a place with this guy and I know he is <laughs> not going to try and get me to suck his dick. Sure. And I know I am safe and I know that we will have fun and that maybe I he will style me. I was looking for the complete opposite. <laughs> I think that that's a good apology because I bet you she is still thinking of the fact that she never got to meet Lisa Loeb because of a pretzel. And honestly, who really wants a pretzel? I know. And that's like, I was like, what amateur hour? You were peckish. I was peckish. You know, but also I was like, what? She just finished her set. Like, <laughs> you know, like now's the time before like the next, you know, it was like one of those things. And it was like, oh, I just feel so bad. I understand. Yeah. You know, I... I I I never participate in this segment, but I will. Um, I would I would apologize to I'm also some friends. A licensed <laughs> yeah, social, worker. social worker. <laughs> I just think about concerts, and I went to so many concerts in high school, and I don't know who specifically I need to apologize to, but I'm sure there are a few people out there because I drank like my junior and senior year of high school. I was like drinking. So drunk. So drunk. So drunk at concerts, just flopping all around, getting so high. Wow. Just awful. I put myself in like amnesia as a teen. Yeah, but I mean, you have to practice somewhere. Yeah. And you have to know what, you know, what works and what doesn't. That's true. You know, so that, that was your time. That I, I, it, I, it was. <laughs> it was. I guess my first, my real first concert for me, Spice Girls. Wait, really? Yes. That's huge. Huge. That's like on another level huge. Yeah, huge. That's truly iconic. Unbelievable. Okay. And I still have pictures of being like, <laughs> you know when you would go with the disposable and you take pictures of the Jumbotron? Yeah. Like of the big screen? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was like me. Because you can't see anything yeah. else. It's yeah. Like... <laughs> it's just like you're so far away. Yeah. I was, I wanted to be Scary Spice. I was obsessed with Scary Spice. Like, Scary kind of informs a lot of my style to this day. I can totally see it. Um, I was obsessed with Spice Girls. I had their tour book. I like, I loved, I mean, there were gorgeous portraits of all of them in there. But I remember Scary had a portrait where she had a thick black. And for those of you that are wondering, who's Scary? Mel B. She had a thick black cat eyeliner and was wearing kind of this like, 
lavender, like the color sweater I'm wearing right now, like a lavender sort of that pilly jacket look that we love. That it had and it had a fur collar, and she was like, like the rattiest fur collar yeah. too. Yeah, and she was like bundled up, like looking at this camera, and I was like, she is glamour and grace. Yeah, and that the Spice Girls was my first concert for me, and then. I fell into like a nostalgia hole where I was like, actually, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I became obsessed with jazz music. Oh, no. <laughs> J- like, I was like, I'm going to be Ella Fitzgerald. I'm Major. going to be like Peggy Lee. I'm going to be like all these girls. And I went through that phase where like you can't really go and see like jazz concerts like that. I like would fantasize about going to like being in like the 50s or 40s or whatever and going to like the Cotton Club and shit like that in like the 60s and seeing that stuff. And then I got into a classic rock nostalgia personality hole where I was like, now I'm 70s and I'm in and I like I'm obsessed with Simon and Garfunkel. So my next concert that I went to, just me, my mom (laughs) dropped me and my friend Allie Gordon off (laughs) to see a Simon and Garfunkel like reunion tour. <laughs> reunion tour. And we were yes, because they famously hate each yeah. other. And Allie and I must have been twelve or thirteen. And we were the youngest we were there alone, the youngest people there, probably by decades. And that was like my second concert. That's really crazy. It was it was weird. Greta, that's like you know, that's book worthy. I went from Spice Girls to Simon I, and Garfunkel. This explains so much, though. <laughs> and then there was a little 40s jazz yeah, in between there. Yeah. Then I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, it was crazy. What was your first concert? My first concert was a Christian band called Point of Grace. Love that. Obviously. And then, um, and then I did see, I don't remember what my second one was, but I didn't like... My sec- one of the important ones was Tori Amos. The, you I know, mean, you know, and she I was like fully grinding. Tori the, Amos live. You know, and it was like was that in is, high school? Yeah, it was high school. Drove to Dallas, did it. So I fun, love. yeah. And then I got into like weird, like kind of punky bands, you know, you know, in Austin because like all the there's such great music, but it wasn't that wasn't me at all. Were they like? I mean, I also went through a punky phase yeah. I feel like if you grow up in DC that's kind of like a prerequisite you have to go through that moment were they local Austin punky bands or were they like you know were you going to see punky bands like knife in the water or like like weird what you know what I mean like weird you know like and there was to be like a people like 20 of us in an yeah. audience yeah moshing no not moshing not, not that aggressive it was you know more like instrumental and like da, 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 da. yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> that's how you play music that's, how you honey. Do it. that's what it sounds like <laughs> um i don't want this podcast to end so i'm gonna ask you some like rapid fire like cultural questions about yourself okay unless there was anything else left because i'm looking at that little journal and i wonder if there's anything that we didn't miss because you know i'm trying to squeeze this I'm trying to squeeze that Caesar orange haircut of all of its juice. Yeah, I mean, like, the, no, I mean. Did we cover it? Yeah, I wish that it wasn't this basic. It's not basic at all. Are you kidding me? You're a a cheer, I was going to say cheer tater, but you're not a cheer tater. I'm a cheer tater. Can you give me a high school cheer? Um. We would do CSI, the best in the nation. You know who we are. 
Cheers Station. That's yeah. That was like our one that we did. I think we might need to name the episode Cheer Station. <laughs> I think it's going to be called Cheer Station. Good, 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 good. That's a good one. It is good. What was your trick? Um, I was really good at doing um, things out of round offs. Love that. So I did not like a backhand spring, but I could do like round off fulls, and then you know, and then I would love like a toe touch, like um, backflip, like love. things like that. Yeah, give it to me. What was your like go to outfit where you were like, I feel like the sexiest person in the world. Um, I I really had these like black pants that I wore everywhere. And then I had a silk shirt. Love that. A silk shirt. Actually, we used to get Easter outfits since you're trying to juice the jars of clay. <laughs> I, we used to get Easter outfits every year. And one year I got like a hammer pant. I think this was ninth grade. I got like almost like a hammer pant, like jam uh-huh. thing that Velcroed inwards, but it was black with purple pleats. Wow. And then I would wear a purple silk, wa- washed purple silk shirt. That I love washed that. silk. Oh, that's the only way to go. And then I would wear purple socks and loafers. So you're a purple people eater. Yeah. Yeah. And I do not like purple. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm not a purple person. You don't like this shade no, no, I'm that, wearing. That doesn't count. You, this, like, this I call was, this caboodle. <laughs> it is a caboodle. Yeah, it yeah. is a caboodle so, tone. But you know what kind of purple I'm talking you're about. Talking like about the, rich yeah, the rich, tones, you're talking about the rich. Yeah. You're talking about Barney purple. Yes. Yeah. Like I... Now, I just, I don't know. How do you feel about royal purple? No, that's like the... That's the one. That's the one I can do. Gem t- I'm not a huge gem tone person. Yeah. We can talk about the. We can talk about yeah. that off air. Yeah. We can- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your celebrity crush? Um, it was Marky Mark. Hot. All over the place. He still is. Like, he really, really informed everything. Boogie Nights. Like, it was just like... But those ads like fear. burned, burned into my fear, which I watched. I watched like three weeks ago. That was a very horny movie for me. Yeah, I mean that was horny for everyone. Everybody. But, whoa. Yeah. So I mean, like, but those ads like set me on fire. I mean, yeah. Major. And then um, say by the bell, Zach. Yeah. Was like hot. Mm, but you got it. I mean, you are if you are not a Slater head. Right. No, AC Slater was Mario. Mario. Yeah. And Zach was. Why am I blanking on his name? Um, he was in that cop show. No, what, what was what was his name on Saved by the Bell? Zach. Zach Morris. Yeah, yeah. Duh. Okay. <laughs> I had for a second. I it lost, was the hair. Lost though. my marbles. Oh yeah, that blonde. Yeah, but the, it was like the way you know. I always tried to do it. I mean, I really like. I think that time, because I was like, a, I was a kid, and um, but I. The, that blonde thing happening yeah. that had been happening. It had been happening. You know, just praising the Aryan uh, aesthetic. Yeah. Blonde boys really did it for me when I was young. Mm-hmm. Like a shaggy blonde surfer boy. Yeah. You uh, know? I lost my virginity to a blonde boy. Me too. Oh no, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I wonder if it was the same one. Well, you are the, the only natural blonde in LA. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you have a teacher that like really changed your life? Um, this debate coach actually. Great. And he was like, I think I had like a crush on him without knowing that I had a crush on him. Mm-hmm. But he, we would drive to debate competitions in his um, Volvo, mm-hmm. and but he had a spit cup, mm-hmm. you know, like in like where you would Ew. keep drinks yeah. and he would do dip. Dip. Which like at the time like didn't bother. I thought it was like disgusting, but it also didn't bother me because he was like young and cool. Yeah. And, you know, so like that, and then my cheerleading 
she wasn't fully like a coach mentor she was like a mentor yeah she was like the coach but then she was also like the typing teacher yeah Ooh, I, you know yeah i love that <laughs> like her um i love mrs. a slasher yeah, mrs kaufman and i still talk to her if i go to belton i see her That's so she's sweet. just like you know the best the best that's so sweet yeah love her what advice would you give your high school self oh i think i would tell myself to relax just a little bit like just try to enjoy it and like i was felt like i was always on to the next always on to the next and as opposed to like kind of like thinking about what i was doing i was just doing mm -hmm. and i was just like running 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 from running to so i think i would just tell myself to relax a little bit because i just didn't relax yeah and i think that that drive made me move to new york mm -hmm. like that's you know the hustle the hustle and that's what i love about new york is the hustle but like chill just chill yeah just be like a little bit more normal yeah, yeah. did you have a senior quote I Not everyone did this, but I, some people did. I don't remember, but I do remember my senior portrait, which I look like Ryan Felipe, and it was like a full, you know, like... Well, we're going to need a picture uh, of that uh, yeah, 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 to um, promote Le Pod. <laughs> I got you. And finally, you know, the what the whole episode kind of boils down to is, uh, Adam, what was your senior superlative, and did you have one? I did have one. And what was it? I'm ashamed to say it. Best dressed. Wow. No. <laughs> no, I know, but it's just, it's These so on the nose. These things are amazing. Yeah. See, yeah. this is why I love doing this sort of like anthropological uh, digging. Yeah. Because there is something that's like very intuitive about people and like ourselves. And yeah. I think it's so amazing to see like little Adam. Obviously, you were the best dressed. Yeah. You were the best picking fashion out, designer in the world. Picking out clothes for friends and dressing them and then, you know, and then just slide into that best dress slot. But, I don't think that people had a choice, though, really. But, but... <laughs> You know, you could have had, like, best smile or, right. like, most funny yeah. or whatever it was, but people knew. No, I I don't think I'm a generally funny person, but I love to surround myself with funny people because I'm a good laugher. You have a great sense of humor. Yeah. You have a good eye for humor. I'll take it. I mean, you truly surround yourself with the funniest people to live. That's so. the goal. Kudos, <laughs> kudos to I'll you. I'll take it. I'm including you in there. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh my God, Adam, this has been such a dream episode. Obsessed. Thank you. You really um, took me there. My first podcast. Well, you should go on more. You're so fascinating to talk to. I mean, I could truly spend another, I would have you back on. I mean, we could talk about it all. Get ready. I want to talk more about like when you, when you you sort of decided that you had had enough perhaps with your religion and what that looked like. Oh yeah. Cause you yeah. had to have had a time where you left the church. Yeah. Like it was all around cheerleading too. Right. Like cheerleading was such like a wild catalyst. That's, you know, it's Cheer crazy. sort of emancipated you from it did. Jesus. Yeah. Like the, the people, the older men in the church brought me into a room and they told me you need to quit cheerleading. You know, so there was like all these men around saying you need to quit cheerleading and it like broke me down. And then it, I obviously didn't do it, but it sort of like allowed me to not have to do this five days a week after I started cheerleading. So cheerleading saved my life. Wow. Yeah. 
It's either going to be cheer station or cheerleading saved my life. I think cheerleading saved my life is pretty good. Sometimes whenever you say things and you're like, fuck, why did that just come out of my mouth? It's no. like one of those perfect moments. I think and you need to make a t-shirt that just says cheerleading saved my life. <laughs> that's, my, that's my next million. So yeah. I really, yes. It is. Yes, I'm into that. Um, Adam, where can my listeners like consume more of you? Um, you can just find me on Instagram at Adam Selman if you want to follow my independently small owned business. It's Adam Selman Sport. Um, become an ass person. Yes, become an ass person. You got to support the ass. Yes. So you can find me there. Um, I'm an unofficial ass spokesperson. You are an ambassador. I'm an ambassador. Yes. I'm a brand ambassador. <laughs> you are. <laughs> um, Wow, another stunning episode of Senior Superlatives. I hope you all enjoyed that. And, you know, maybe we can convince Adam to come back on for part two as we do more digging. It's so hard when I try to contain this in an hour. You know, I try to be good. I, you know, I, I we have a lot of friends in the space that push, that, uh, that are hitting two hours plus. <laughs> but, you know, I'm trying to be... And that's why we love them. And that, but I'm trying to be gracious <laughs> and, and give everyone an hour of everyone's time. And, you know... Like and subscribe. Give me five stars. I'm seeing I have like a 4.8 right now on iTunes. And I'm kind of like, hmm. Who would who, who would, who would give, give me a lower star than five? Excuse you. It's okay. It's okay. I forgive you, even though it deserves five. Um, like and subscribe. You know, only positive notes. This is a positive podcast. And <laughs> until it's next. It's easier to be nice than nasty. And you know what? I, here on Senior Superlatives, we always say stay cool, never change. But today we're ending with it is <laughs> easier to, to be, be nice, nice than, than nasty. nasty. Until next time. Ciao. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>